We are all so excited to be back this week discussing more fantastic topics from Akana's many, many lists of topics. I'm your host, Anna, and we have two guests with us today, Carol and Sader, and of course, always the magical Akana. Listeners, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time to listen today. I hope that there are many gems in what we're about to discuss which help you on your transformational journey. For those of you that aren't as familiar with Atana's work, he has created a special method called the Atana Healing Method that he teaches to people, as many people as he can, to help them transform their own lives, to heal, to rise above whatever they're experiencing and go on and lead the best possible lives they can as well as heal the planet. If you want to Google Atana, it is very easy. You just type out his name and up pops so much information. You will find his website with links to everything that he has produced and offered to the world, including his chanting, his music, his classes, his online podcast, his one month, his incredible meditations, his crystal stores, his social media posts, and so much more. So before we do anything else, we're going to welcome Atana. Hello, Atana. Hello, wonderful Anna. Hello, wonderful listeners, Don and Saber, Super Saber and Super Carol. How are you guys? <laughs> Doing great. <We're> well. <laughs> Atana, this week's topic is on moving on. And mm-hmm. I, I guess, you know, you joked about before we came on the radio, why can't we just move on? Well, sometimes people get really, I guess, stuck, shocked when a terrible catastrophe happens or a painful ending happens, the death of a you know loved one, the loss yeah. of ourselves, our world, our dreams. I want to understand how we can move forth into deeper transformation from that period, uh, not bringing all of that trauma with us. How do we do that? Well, first of all, we have to, you said something very important. When, uh, when we have that experience of a loss, that experience in itself creates a shock. And often we, we have that shock that sets us back because we are seeing the, the world all of a sudden from the outside looking in. So we are not really seeing it from our life inside anymore. We have that shock. And the shock um, has, a, has a very interesting impact on our system because in that shock state, 
we are being basically catapulted out of our physical body for a moment, and then everything becomes a little bit duller and a little bit less pain, painful, but also we don't feel we can function as well because we are so far away. It's like we're trying to drive a car while we're actually standing outside without a remote. So we we can get the window down and maybe just uh, manipulate the steering wheel a little bit and see where it can go. But it's not easy to accelerate or to stop because we're still really outside of our car and um, our our bodies. And it's very important that we realize we are experiencing the loss, the disconnect from all the experiences that we had from these amazing, memorable experiences that we had. And often we also utilize a specific situation, experience, person, being uh, to stabilize us. So uh, think about us flying to space on this planet that's in itself in space, um, uh, turning uh, turning around itself in its own orbit around the sun. So it is literally we are in space on a rock, and um, Mother Earth is so beautiful. Of course, it's, it's hard to even man, uh, uh, mention her as a rock. But in this beautiful grace and beauty, we are utilizing our own stabilizers. And once these stabilizers or one of the stabilizers being removed, we have to, we are losing basically ourselves in the clear orbit or clear flight of our lives. And we are for moments start to spin. You know how when people start to spin almost out and we have to find a new way to harmonize, to balance our spin, to stabilize our spin so that we can navigate through our purpose, our life, in the most effective way possible. But the first thing that we're experiencing is that tremendous sense of loss. Even when people let go of relationships that have been even dysfunctional or painful or even abusive, even then we experience a form of loss because we got used to that person, to the situation that we experience as a uh, reality or as a comfort or as a false sense of comfort. And we got to a, a place where our system got used to it as a consonant as an as an constant i should say as a, a, a repeater and as a repeater our system was depending on it because it recognized this as a reality so it considered that experience to repeat itself in the future and not having that equation as something constant happening in the future means we have to create a new uh, relative relating future for us that we see a constant as a repetitive motion. And uh, with even if it's a, an abusive relationship, even if it's a loving relationship, we are depending on the love that we're receiving or on the reality that we're experiencing with that person, with that being, with the situation. And once that situation is being removed, we get destabilized. And that moment of destabilization gets us into a spin that's not that's unpredictable all of a sudden. We're realizing how we were depending on that as a reality, even if it wasn't a real reality or even if it wasn't anything really seriously to depend on. Because at the end of the day, we are still depending on the spin and the frequencies on this planet. And we're creating our own stability in in that in unknown factor. And so we're creating a stabilization experience throughout the day so we feel more comfortable. And if that's being removed, we feel destabilized for a moment. And that's perfectly fine because now we can create a new reality. 
that's maybe more effective and caters better to our new life. Mm. So, thank you for that. I always love listening to you. I can just drop into a semi-meditative state as I listen to all of that. Um, Achana, yeah. Okay, so we've got we've got that concept of of understanding that spin, but being suddenly thrown off. I mean, I'm sure pretty much anybody who is listening to this um, radio show has an ability to come up with a time in their own lives and they've been spun off um, where change happens. And I guess you would call that the transformation period. Is that correct? Yes, a transformational uh, change, you know, how, however you want to look at it where we have to apply ourselves to adjust to a new reality. And um, it's a frequency change ultimately, um, but yeah, transformation. Um, and just think about when, when you have a, a person that's passing on. Uh, they're basically transforming or uh, changing from this reality into another reality, even though they're still pretty present in the experiences that they created with us or interactions. But they're also moving on physically into the non-physical world, into another dimension. And that's a form of transformation. When we When we change simply something, that's not so much considered a transformation. A transformation is something where we are truly transforming into the next higher realm. We are basically up-leveling. And that's, for me, the transformation. It's for, uh, for me, it's not like, oh, we transformed something, now we are worse off than before. For me, it's like transforming means we are up-leveling. We are going like higher in consciousness. We're utilizing the next higher level or, or higher levels in general for whatever it is that we were dealing with, you know. Um, it can be transform transformational realizations, for example. It can be like, I could be walking to that place, or I could be flying to this place with a helicopter. Walking to that place could have taken me two weeks, and flying to that place takes me an hour. Mm. Right? So that's, that's like what, what I think in terms of transformation. When I think, and often I think in spiritual ways about transformation, where we can start to utilize our energetic potential to bypass uh, programs that are still limiting us and holding us still hostage to certain real realities. Hmm. That's very interesting stuff. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we're going to come back, we're going to we're going to have a chat to one of our guests. Carol about this topic moving on please stay tuned
Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. I'm your host, Anna, and we've just been talking to Atana about the topic of moving on, of making that shift from one part of your life into another reality. Um, Carol, we have you with us this week to discuss this juicy topic. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to speak with you. Carol, I... I understand what Atana has said about making that move, shifting up a gear, uh, transforming into a higher frequency. My own experience is sometimes that is just not easy either. Um, And sometimes that transformation can look like we're going backwards or we're going to a place that's worse than where we've come. Um, And that shock happens, but then there are other emotions that can happen too, grief, anger, Um, resentment, um, denial within that process. Can we talk a little bit about some of those reactions that can happen? Oh, yes. To clients or people or I'm sure you see that quite a lot. For my own life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that is what needs to happen is uh, like, okay, the shock happens you know, what I'm reminded of, and I know you talked about it being uh, big changes like, you know, uh, relationship ending or someone passing on, but it also, you know, this kind of thing can happen just when when you're shifting, right, from one one stable place that you're at to the next higher place. So what comes to mind for me, and I think I've brought this up on a on a past radio show but I was um I was diagnosed with parasites and I had been a vegan for uh, for 3 years when that diagnosis happened and I was like shocked and um like I just didn't understand how this could be and I remember telling Atana about this, and he was like, "Oh, great! <laughs> Do you remember that, Atana?" Mm, <laughs> he, <yep>. was, <laughs> he was um, because he was knowing that in having these uh, parasites, these intestinal parasites, come become visible, was my opportunity for transformation with parasitic energies. Because these were like physical in my body, but they were parasites. They were taking my energy, taking my life force. And I was so appalled by this. I I was just like, I, it was quite shocking. And, um, and I was trying to work my head around, you know, like, why is this a good thing that, you know, that I, that these are here, that I see these now in retrospect, I can see how it was the uh, showing me, you know, the, all the parasitic energies energetically that were draining me in my life. But that was, you know, something that was going to unfold. But what I did when with this realization that like something drastically has to change in my life is is I think the thing that happens to you when you kind of come out of that spin, when you go into the shock, you know, it's like something just rocked my world. Now what, what do I need to do? 
um, to get my world back. And so for me, it was like, and, and I still say this is true because I've had other shocking things that have happened, transitional times in my life. And for me, it's like, this is when you double down. It's like, this is when you increase your focus. This is when you increase your discipline and you start to look at, okay, what do I know to be true? What is my truth? What is my faith? What got me to this place where this realization occurred? Because this realization ultimately is going to, in this particular case for sure, is going to bring me to a next higher level. Because when I'm clear of these actual parasites, then it's going to be easier for me to clear the energetic parasites. And then I'm going to have more of my life force to be contained within me instead of having it be drained out. So I go back to my, okay, I, I do the Atana healing method. I have these tools that Atana has taught me. And I was doing my self-healing, uh, you know, like once a day. And when I started working with this, like, I have to, like, I have to increase my frequency so that these parasites can no longer stay within me. So I... I didn't double my energy work. I tripled it. Um, I just like, I tripled the amount of self-healing that I did. I I did, I had other things that I was doing too, you know, um, yoga, mantra, things like that. And, and I, I have, I found that to be successful because that was the, the road that successfully took me to that next transitional frequency like the next level up everybody's yeah, speechless right. yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> you tripled it down you didn't just double it down you tripled it down i love that everybody's oh i have to do more <laughs> <laughs> well we're all getting bench back pretty high <laughs> You know, it's it's like they it's like they talk about in in sports. You know, like when teams get to like the championship levels or tournaments or whatever, it's it's like a well known thing. Like you don't change your your tactics, you don't change what got you to the tournament. You keep with the same program that got you there because that was the winning program. And so, you know, that's how I looked at it. I'm like, I have I'm at a higher place then than I was when I first started my energy work. So I have now come upon this thing that, you know, it's something I've got to get through. So energy work is what got me to this point. So energy work is what going to be what gets me through to the next Well, time. do you know what? Actually, yeah, I, I agree. I've had many experiences where I have had literally traumatic experience happened to me in my life physically um emotionally and it's using it's coming back to this work that's actually helped me through that process and helped me i realized as well Atana, thank you so much but it's enabled me to actually process a lot of what I'm going through right then and there on the spot, whereas in the old days, I used to not be able to deal with it right then and there because I was just managing the drama or the trauma that was unfolding. And then I'd have to 
work on it later, but now this tool actually enables me to actually process and transform all the feelings and emotions and become aware of them as it's actually unfolding. Atana, can you just quickly, just on that topic, just talk a little bit to that? How does that work? How's everything work, Anna? I have to, I have to go, <laughs> I have to go back into the basics. First of all, I want us to do something in this moment. I would like us to bring our attention to our hearts. Everything that we're experiencing is coming from our hearts. We made a decision to be on this planet. And our love for this planet, our love for this multiverse, our love for the other people and beings and our compassion is what brought us here. We are here. We're having a mission. We're bringing our awareness, our oneness consciousness, our enlightenment with us here to this planet so that everybody can participate, so every everybody can experience love and the deeper compassion. We come here Every day, we have to reaffirm that we want to be here. We have to inhale and exhale. We literally have to make love to this universe every day to reaffirm that we even want to be here, that we even can be here. If we stop breathing, we can't be here in that form. So first of all, my my focus has to be redirecting it back to myself. Regardless what I'm depending on, regardless what I love or don't love, and bring the attention back to myself. And everybody can do this at any point. We have to make sure that we love our incarnation so much that we can bring our compassion into this moment, into this life, so that we can truly participate in all of these experiences. Now, often we get used to people, to situations. Just think about the and most amazing beings that came to the planet. Can you imagine you walking with Buddha, with Mother Mary, with Jesus, or Kuan Yin, and all these enlightened beings that have been here, and all of a sudden they pass on into another dimension. Even though their energetic presence is so powerful, once they change from the energetic into from the physical into the energetic presence, and you know, it's of course they have been here physically and energetically, and then the physical form is gone all of a sudden. Just think about that grief and that feeling of loss that people could experience walking with these amazing enlightened beings. And our job is to redirect our focus back to ourselves, to recognize that we have all of this potential that we see outside, all of the beings that come to support us, to recognize, to remember who we really are. They're coming into bring our space back to ourselves so that we can utilize, that we can expand into these new dimensions and and truly claim our lives to the fullest so that we can support the healing. So what the source for me is very simple, going back to unconditional love. Everything, every time we're not fully in our unconditional love, we're going to get tricked into it to feel, to see our unconditional love even getting heartbroken so that we can stay open, so that we are like broken open, so that we have no resistance towards love, so that our love can actually flow into the world. Because we feel like, oh, I can I can show that person my love. I cannot be the loving being who I am right now in this business situation, or I cannot be just by, be myself, my unconditional self. 
and we constantly learn to filter our unconditional love back or or guard it or protect it. And the moment we go into allowing it to flow, to pour out of our us into the world, it becomes so amazing because we're realizing that there is no that there is no hindrance, that there is no uh, viciousness actually that can stop it because when you're in your unconditional love, you're transforming everything that is in front of you and reminding them as well. I don't know how I got there, so figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, Natana. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to speak to one of our other guests, Davis. Stay tuned. Healing. I am your host, Anna, and today we have been discussing moving on. When we're faced with something, an event, a feeling, an emotion, even parts of ourselves that suddenly change, how do we cope with that? We've been having a chat to Atana and Carol, and now we have another guest with us, Saber. Hello, lovely lady Saber. Hello, lady. How are you? I'm very well. Tell us. This topic, we would love to hear some wisdom from you. I mean, there's so many different ways we can dive into this. Um, Share some thoughts with us. Well, I think that a lot of the time we focus on ourselves, and that is so important because we've been taught that we have to, and I've talked about this before, that we have to give so much that it hurts. And so we're starting to learn how to take care of ourselves first. And I think that a lot of the time that when we're thinking of ourselves, we learn to kind of put that on other people. So if we're going through a traumatic situation or a loved one, a friend, a family member, neighbor, sister, brother, whatever it is, is going through a traumatic event, we feel as if they're a damsel in distress and we need to rush to them like a firefighter with a fire and save them. And a lot of the time, just like any other uh, addiction or someone enabling someone, 
if we run in and we rush in and we take care of everything, uh, we are taking away a lot of the experience that someone is going through. And that may seem harsh, but just realize that the divine, the God and the goddesses, divine, uh, divine beings uh, made this place for us so that we could al- learn, evolve, and we could ascend. So if it is our job, our purpose, our lesson in lives to come here and ascend over time, if somebody keeps taking away our lessons, our learning, then we are not going to ascend uh, accordingly. We're not going to ascend as fast as we want to or as easily as we want to. So we need to make sure that when someone is suffering, going through a traumatic event, going through a transformation, uh, changes in job, uh, spouse, um, you know, a death, uh, whatever it is that they're going through, we have to have a gentle heart, but also a gentle touch in terms of what we say and what we do around them and, and, and allowing them to voice what they need instead of coming in again, as I was saying, taking over, uh, everything and, and doing it for them. And I have experienced this on both sides and it's, it's very interesting because I'm, I'm out in the uh, garden watching my little plants grow and I'm just learning about the garden. And the other day, this little plant told me, if you water me too much, I'm going to expect you to water me every single day and my roots are not going to grow strong and deep. So please let me be. And so I stopped watering this plant every single day and doing it every three or four days. And overnight, uh, this plant grew so much bigger and so much stronger. And I know that living on the side of this hill in the summertime, this little plant that I was babying now will be stronger against the elements and be able to stand on its own and be able to stand on its own longer. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Because you're allowing the plant to be its best and have its own experiences without you parenting it. Yeah, I get that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, little plant. Yeah, Sabre's losing it. Sabre's losing it. Yeah, he's talking to the plants now. She's coming so many guises. She's talking to the bugs. So many guises. Now, listen, I wanted to just throw it out there as well. Like, I've just got a new job, which is really exciting, but it's going to mean that there's a big transformation. Yay, in my life. Congratulations. That's so wonderful and and well deserved. Congrats, my love. Thank yes. you. Thank Brava. you. And, Thank you. Thank you. Um, however, you know, it is going to be a massive life change for me. Um, I have mainly been at home for a number of years, and now I'm going to go back to full-time work. I've got to go into the city every day. It is going to be a giant shift in itself, um, more abundance for me, the whole lot. So. While that, you know, is a very positive thing, it is going to require enormous amounts of transformation and shifting and, you know, for myself, for my family, for everybody. Can I get some tips from you on how to manage that moving on? I'm moving on from one life search, search um, situation to the next. 
Um, it's exciting for me. I'm really, really happy about it, but it's going to be a big adjustment too. Can we talk a little bit about that side as well? Sure. Of course. And again, yeah. congrats. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, so let's look at this proactively. Um, even though it's already begun, there's certain things that you can do to proactively prepare yourself and your family. And one of the most important things for me as a mother and the leader of my nuclear family is to voice what I need and what I want and not, you know, pussyfoot around it to literally give out the commands that I would like to be accomplished and have the family uh, involved with those commands and give their opinions and find a solution right then before we get thrown into the fire, so to speak, right? So giving each other an opportunity to voice, number one, how we're feeling about this change, because as you just said, you know, we're going to have more abundance and we're going to have all of this beautiful energy coming in, but there's going to be other things that are coming in that are making me anxious and nervous on a certain level, right? And I feel the stress already, right? So it's nice to give a voice to uh, your, your family members uh, because sometimes they feel left out. Um, sometimes people can feel jealous uh, about time with mom. Um, and, and even just jealousy between, uh, a husband and wife, you know, and I know that sounds so unusual, but sometimes when, uh, especially a woman is out there doing her thing and she is kicking ass and you're doing that and awesome for you, right? You're breaking the ceiling. You're breaking the norms. And that can be unsettling for everyone, you know, not just your nuclear family. It's unsettling for our planet right now as women are moving forward and, and stepping into the role that they always should have been in. So allowing your family to talk and to converse about what it is that it means to them going forward. And I am a firm believer in chores, having your family. Uh, you don't have to be um, young or old to do chores. Everyone has to pull their weight. I think of it as like a Navy ship, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, the ship needs to be taken care of. If you're part of this family, everyone needs to do their chores. And it has nothing to do with being spoiled or not spoiled. It just talks about how we take care of each other on this ship, right, and our family. Um, and also uh, giving, giving yourself time that you wouldn't be having, right, when you were working at home or staying at home, making sure that you give yourself time to take care of you. Because that time is now different, and you may forget about mom, right? And moms mm -hmm. already are putting ourselves out there even more, and dads, uh, than we should. And taking that time to take care of you, whether it's you like to do art, or if you like to have a glass of wine and relax, or get a massage, or go for a walk, choose that over your iPad, right? or choose that over some negative thoughts that you might be having, make sure that there's a moment that you say, I'm going to put me first. And again, we were talking about this before, when you choose you first and you put healthiness first, you will teach the people around you that that needs to be done first over anything else because you cannot help anyone if you are not able to help yourself. And if you're sick, then you need help 
and you need to take care of yourself and then let other people start helping you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's great advice for anybody, um, you know, for anybody in any phase of their life. You know, that's, that's very good. Thank you, Saver. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody, we are going to go to another quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking more about moving on. Stay with us. Thank you, Saver. Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. I'm your host, Anna, and we have been discussing moving on. And if you like what you've been listening to or you want to find out a bit more about Atana's work, it is so easy because all you need to do is Google him or go to his website, which is atanamethod.com, and there you will find links to everything. And Atana has produced so much work. He's got books. He's got music. He has got chanting he has got crystal stores he has got youtube channel instagram um so many different social media feeds that you can look at and he has got online courses you can go and do classes with him in person you do meditations with him in person you can do what i do which is do weekly phone calls and, and I live in another country so and we manage to do that pretty much every week uh, one-on-one tune-in sessions Atana's work is so vast and there's so many different ways to access it and all you need to do is either google him or go onto his web page and then you can find pretty much everything you will need to get going on your own healing journey Atana, we've just been discussing some interesting topics around moving on. And one of the other things that has happened this week is that you were also, or the last few weeks, you've also been very busy because you're always transforming yourself as well, which is um, inspirational. Um, And one of the things you did, which we were talking about, is you did a, a pretty big telethon. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that, please? Yeah, I did a telethon with uh, uh, U Wealth Revolution and Darius, who is um, who is leading that um, uh, show, that radio show, and also the U Wealth Revolution uh, side. Uh, he has such cre- created such a great resource for people to find, um, you know, healing, energy healing, and all kinds of healing modalities. And they invited me to talk for um, a little bit on their show, and it was a telethon. 
And, you know, people could um, go in there and they could sign up. And as they signed up, they could also get um, access to the online courses and also get access to uh, different uh, possibilities of sessions, you know, different uh, session packages. So, you know, all in all, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun to see how people are really out there also trying to promote and provide um um, support that is like out of the ordinary and um, in new wealth as it says it's also for for wealth but it's also going back to um, being healthy being being in a place where you can truly find your own resources find your own connection find your own power back and then starting to do what you need to do for your life to get back into the driver's seat so to speak well, just on that, just getting back into the driver's seat, doing what you need to do, this, this, this week's topic has been called moving on. And yeah. sometimes, I I have experienced this and I'm sure everybody, sometimes you fall off that edge as well of that moving on and you fall into a slump and you need to get back on um, and you need yeah. to move on to a healthier place. So you need to move on to something better than the place like, uh, um, you know, that term fall off the wagon, I guess that could uh, um, apply to any aspect of life, really. And I think it's quite a good one. How do you move on and get back on that wagon when you've fallen off? What are some easy steps that the listeners can take? Easy steps are just getting, your, getting yourself back into grounding, connecting yourself back with Mother Earth and see, see where we're at in our lives. Sometimes when we get to this point where we overwhelmed or we are in front of massive changes. The best thing is just to really recollect yourself, focus on yourself. What do you have in this moment? In this moment, you have a responsibility to breathe. You have a responsibility to feed your body, to to support this system of yours, but also to understand why are we here, where are we going, and all the deeper, deeper questions beyond the dogmas that we're being taught, beyond beyond the the control levels of what we think society wants us to be. And once you move out of these uh, control frequencies, you get to a place where you recognize who you are. And these moments are so amazing because you also have to trust that you're going to get back on onto the wagon. It's not like you fell off and now you you know you're not ever going to get it uh, in in order a lot of the people who go to spiritual awakenings they're falling off the wagon and their loved ones panicking and say he or she has to get back on the wagon let's put them on drugs let's you know get them like antidepressants and psychopharmaca so they don't feel nothing and we get them going to get them back on track what's actually really dangerous when you have people around you who don't understand that you go into a psychic awakening or, or or spiritual awakening. And when you fall off the wagon, it's very simple. Just trust your purpose. You have a purpose here in life. You're not just a crazy person that if you don't give your best, just falling off and, and you're, you're not good for nothing. No, when you're falling off the wagon is because you can be doing your life and, and, and your work more effectively and better. And the reason why you fall off is because it's not effective. If it would be effective, you would be in the perfect condition and streamlined, and you would never fall off the wagon. 
I, I work with a <laughs> I work with a psychologist psychologist that was slash painter slash inventor in in the early nineties, and he discovered ideal forms, ideal forms that could fly. Uh, they looked like a whale, like a flat whale on the back, and he created these amazing forms. And he said, look, if you have the perfect form, that form should not be damaged if you actually have an impact because there should be no impact area because it should be giving in. And if you can fly with your with that form, then you should be able also to swim with it, to actually dive into the water. Because if you have the ideal form, it will function anywhere. And so we are still like thinking in separation, like that element is separate, this element is separate, air and water are very similar, but we're still treating them very separately. And if we go into the spiritual awakening, we are going to have these coming to Jesus moments where we get to a place where we say, hey, nothing works anymore. And it's good because then we can start uh, radically to re- uh, search and understand what is going to work better. If How can I apply myself better to these new change ways and forms? How can I redefine? How can I reinvent myself? And these moments are very important because that's, that's a life's persistency and resilience that we have to bring to the table every day because we have to prove to this planet, to this universe, that we are ecstatically in love with it. Every time we fall off the wagon is because we don't love our lives enough. If we love our lives ecstatically, we can never fall off the wagon because we become the wagon. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to be on a wagon. I'm going to be that myself. I'm going to be that wagon. <laughs> I love that. Well, we all want to move on. And I guess for you guys um, in America, it is coming into spring. And this is a perfect time to be moving on, um, growing, transforming. I am in the, a different part of the world and we are moving into winter slowly um, and doubling down, as Carol might say, <laughs> into a different era, into a different period. But um, I guess for you guys, this is a perfect time to be thinking about moving on, transforming. Just does yeah. anybody have any comments that they want to make about this time of year and how it relates to a transformation as well? Go ahead, ladies. May I take that? Yep. Go ahead, Saver. Go. Okay, okay. So... This is the time, the best time of the year to make things grow, to transform, to get to the highest level or just to the next level. This is the time when all of what you've been wanting is blooming up. It's ready to be given. It's ready to be received. And a lot of the time, we put out all this intention of I need, I need, I need, I want. Can I please get to this point? Can I get there? Can I have this? But we forget to receive it. So right now, everyone who's listening, I want you to take a moment, close your eyes, and put your hands up 
above your head. And I want you to say, I am ready to receive all of the blessings, all of the beauty, all of the love, all of the abundance, all of the happiness and support that I deserve and that I have been praying for. And it is so. And feel it come down to the crown of your head, to your eyes, through your nose, through your mouth, through your throat, and into your heart. And watch it expand within you, all the rainbow colors. And you have just been blessed. You can do this every day throughout spring because it is right for you to pick and receive the fruit of your labor. I love you. You can do this if you're going through a hard time right now or you're watching someone, helping someone going through a difficult time or just some changes in their lives and yours. Just know it's not permanent. Everything is fleeting. It will change. And you can change anything about your life. So good luck. I love you. You're going to do great. Know that you're loved and bring in those blessings. It's spring. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Go over. Carol, um, have you got any little tips for anybody wanting to transform or move on in this part of their life during this season? Well, as Atana was talking about, it's about the frequency change. And we find that frequency change when we can connect to the unconditional love in our heart. And, you know, as Sabre was telling us that beautiful story about her plant and her garden, and as she just talked us through that beautiful blessing, that is how you connect to that unconditional love. Right? So, so everybody's got something in their life that when they focus on it, they can feel it in their heart. They can feel the love connection in their heart. And, and not in that, like, I'm wanting more connection, that desperation connection, but that solid connection of like, yeah, this is, this is what's true. This love is what's true. That, that little plant is full of universal love. And, Saber connected to it with the love in her heart. And we all have that capacity to do that. And that's how you that's how you change your frequency is you connect to that and you let that guide you, that unconditional love in your heart. Thanks, Carol. Atana, just quickly, any crystals or stones that we can get onto your website or come onto down to your store to purchase that helps with this moving on energy, which is moving forward energy, which is this momentum in transformation? Um, a very good stone to work with at this time is smoky, smoky quartz. Smoky quartz helps us to ground and also helps us to go deeper into our transformation for grief and healing the heart. Mm. Thank you. There seems to be You're a lot welcome. of grief on the planet at the moment, so I think some yes. of those smoky quartz needs to be around a lot of this world. <laughs> yeah, we need you smoky quartz. You posted a beautiful one on Instagram the other day. Yeah, and we have, um, you know, if you if you come by, come by into the crystal stores or see if you find something online for yourself. Get to a place where you have 
your smoky quartz with you. And and think about how smoky quartz looks. It's almost like um, in, in some way it gives you an idea of how to go deeper into your grounding, also connect with the, the depth of your grounding, and go deeper into your heart so that you can heal any remaining grief that's still in the heart. Thank you. I'd just like to thank everybody for tuning in today, all our listeners, our sponsors, um, our fantastic producer, Don, to our guests, Sabre and Carol, and always and forever to our wonderful, magical teacher, uh, incredible healer. You really are a master, Atana. Thank you so much for this work and everything that you give. Um, Atana, I'm going to leave it to you to sound it out to the listeners today. Thank you, wonderful beings, for tuning in. Happy, happy spring. Know that the spring equinox brings the sun back. Bring the sun into your heart. Or even better, activate your internal sun. Know that you come from the light and that you are the most powerful light that you can imagine. Sometimes outside situations activate that. Why don't you give yourself permission to shine also for yourself? Shine bright for yourself and truly activate your self-worth where you're in this moment be so worthy that your light can also support you in this moment in the best way. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.